Welcome back to OPA Podcast, episode 64. Welcome back. We are back officially for the start of the season. Let's go. Come on, boys. Let's cheer up. Woo! 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 So, welcome back, everyone. Uh, we are previewing uh, Game 1 versus Nebraska today. Uh, the game is this Thursday, August 31st, kicking off at 7 p.m. Central um, for the TV and radio stuff, airing on Fox, with Gus Johnson being the play-by-play, Joe Klatt as analyst, hype. Jenny Taft for, uh, as a reporter. That's super actually. Yeah. And then uh, on, on the radio is K- KFAN, Mike Grimm, play-by-play, Daryl Thompson as your analyst, and Justin Gard on the field. But yeah, very excited. Um, we open prime time and opening Big Ten play this Thursday. So very exciting. Oh, yeah. And I forgot to mention uh, why it's not here, but I am joined by Soup. Say hi, Soup. Hello. And Griffin. That's good. All right. Moving on, uh, boys. So here's some other infos here uh, or info for the game coming up. Um, I did check ESPN. Uh, right now, the FPI is calculating Minnesota a 67.3% victory uh, versus Nebraska's 32.7%. And then in terms of betting odds, these, I actually looked at the averages. Right now, Gophers are at minus 7.5, Nebraska plus 7.5, over under being at 43.5 for this game. So Vegas is thinking we win by um, single digits. Yeah, I mean, first game against a new head coach, and you know PJ is just going to put it on ice at the end of the game. Always, always. But going on from there, um, let's get some some quick notes. I'm going to mention off my plate first, and then we can all go from there. Um, so PJ Fleck returns as our seventh uh, for a seventh year as head coach of our Golden Gophers. Uh, last year's campaign brought us to a nine-four season, a victory in the Pinstripe Bowl against Syracuse. Um, we are returning a lot of talent uh, from la- who played last year, but also some newcomers for this upcoming season. And I mentioned earlier, we are opening Big Ten play for week one. Uh, last time we did it was against Ohio State in 2021. And then before that was Michigan in 2020. Um, and so a note about this is that, yeah, is our th- it's, it's going to be our third Big Ten opener uh, in the last four years. Um the exception was last year, which was against non-conference. So some quick notes on that, but going on from there, let's touch on the Golden Gophers offense. Um, any any initial reactions from everyone here on how our offense is going to look this year? I'm excited for eighth in time. I, I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, he's going to begin his first, um, and it's kind of, an, it's, it's the eighth in Kelly McManus era of gopher football um so it's really exciting to see him take the reins he's a full-time starter um we have some big key pieces coming back offensive line wide receiver um overall i'm the only like question that i have is around the running backs you know we've got some great uh, backups in the past uh that are good rb twos and threes but now it'll now it's time to see how our running backs do this year because that's my biggest area of concern is there's nothing proven quite yet. I agree yeah. with that, yeah. I will say um, 
I don't know. This I feel like because we had a very stable set of running backs. Like you know how PJ likes to go with his pair and a spare mantra. Mm-hmm. Like when in his first season he had um, Shannon Brooks and Rodney Smith and Kobe McCrary. Um, that's a name I haven't heard said in a while too. Um, and it was off and on between Shannon, uh, Rodney, and Mohammed. Um, and then when they got hurt, actually Bryce Williams got some action that year when we won first won the Axe back as well. Um, so we have a very veteran laden running back room currently. I think, but yeah, Bryce Williams is back. Um, we took on Western Michigan transfer Sean Taylor or Tyler. Um, I'm Tyler. Tyler. I think it's Tyler. I'm butchering his name already. Damn. Um, but for me, we just got used to like Mohammed Ibram just being like a runaway locomotive battering ram against all these, you know, non-conference and big 10 opponents we've had the last, oh my gosh, like five years, six, six years with him being in the running back stable. So, um, I'm concerned as you are Griffin. Um, I'm low key expecting a downgrade this year, but like, I think we're going to go back to that instead of that Mohammed being that bell cow, like the one guy that we have and is everyone behind him. I think we'll, ha- we'll go back to that pair and a spare, um, which will be productive, but like not to the level of like Mo, I feel like, unless that's just me and I'm just <laughs> that worry about the running game. Well, I don't think they need to be that productive this year, right? Like I think they're going to rely on Ethan a lot more than people think. Definitely. And then looking at the offensive line as well, only two members of the O-line is returning. Uh, I think So creating a left tackle, Ariante Ursary. And then former right tackle, I think he got moved to right guard, uh, Quinn Carroll is returning. Uh, Nathan Bowe, who started the bowl game under center last year, is a uh, restaurant senior, will be at center. So he has some playing experience in our like six-man packages and in the bowl game. And then um, I'm and I am not sure who is our left guard and right tackle are, unless you guys know. I can look. off the top of my head. Okay. And then obviously very excited on the passing game though. Like we have Brevin returning under tight end, and then uh, on the receiver side, Crab Chris Aubin Bell's back, Lameki Brockington's back, Daniel Jackson's back, and then we got some newcomers coming in this. Uh, current years on the from the transfer portal and on the recruiting side, so very very excited on the talent we have in the passing game too. Yeah, it's gonna be a fun year of uh, Daniel Jackson and Brevin Spanford, I think. All right, but other than that, anything else about the offense besides it being you know eighth and era? A little concerned about the running game and everything else. I think Ariante's like is secretly like the most important player for the offense this year. I think Ethan will struggle under pressure as it like, you know, he's got less experience. It's still new for him. And I think if the left tackle plays well for him, I think it'll really help him take that step that we all want to see. And also Jason, to your point about the running game, I think it'll be big if they can really get some consistent good blocking out of the left tackle position. Yeah, good good blocking, but then just comfort in the pocket overall. You know, you kind of see newer quarterbacks take the field. They're kind of a little antsy and maybe try to make a play too quick. Just want him to at least have enough protection to be comfortable and make those 
smart decisions, whether it's take like tucking the ball and running or maybe just throwing the ball away. That's kind of the big thing that I think we can work we can work on with Nebraska. It's a good first opponent uh, to kind of go through all the motions and the reps. For sure. And I don't know why I keep seeing this image in my head. I'll I'll say it here. I kind of want to I if it happens, I called it. I could see this game opening drive slam pass to Daniel Jackson and he takes it in for the touchdown. <laughs> Yeah. Um, reminiscent of uh, Tyler Johnson from yeah, 20, I think the offense is going to look a lot more like it did against Wisconsin than it did at Penn State. Yeah, last year's game against Wisconsin, very pass-heavy than run-heavy, very well-balanced. So hopefully you can see more of that. Um, anything else before we move on? Um, just to answer your like interior offensive line question is Nathan Bow at center and Carter Shaw probably or Tyler Cooper at left guard or, at left guard or there's this like young there's this fresh there's true freshman they're like very excited about his name's Greg Johnson I don't know if he'll play at all this year they'll probably try and redshirt him but I've heard he's supposed they're very excited about him all right all right Moving on, let's get on to defense. So Joe Rossi is returning um, again after uh, being a, our longtime defensive coordinator. Exciting pieces. Um, I don't know where to start, honestly, guys. Like, we bring back Tyler Newbin. Um, he could have left for the NFL last year, but comes back again. Justin Wally is back on the secondary as well. Um, in the linebacker core, Cody Lindenberg, who stepped up last year and especially during the bowl game. Um, a very athletic freak at linebacker, and then our D line looks feisty. Like I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah, the D line is going to be very key. I think you know, Chad Joyner is my guy, so I'm very excited to see what happens this year for them. So I think it's like a it's a group of guys who like all have a little something to prove after last year, and I think there's. I think there's some good players there, and I think it'll be very interesting to see how they play. Yeah, along with Jod Joyner, I mean, I one that I want to see take the biggest step up this year is uh, Danny Strigal. Mm. Uh, he's and he was, I think he was he was good last year. He was present, but I would expect him to take a much bigger jump this year uh, in terms of establishing himself. Uh, as a big defensive presence in the backfield. He's been amazing at spot starting and being a rotational guy last year, so I'm very excited to see him on the field too. Yeah, Jalen Logan Redding too. Yes. Then going on from there, um, special teams. So Wyatt's not here <laughs> to talk about that, so we'll try our best to recover that or that passion in special teams. But uh, we did lose um, Matt Trickett, who was our kicker for the last two years, um, has gone on, moved on. Drag, it looks like Dragon Kesic will be our, our kickoff and extra point and field goal kicker kickoff. this year. Kickoff, he's fantastic. Yeah. He can kick it far. Accuracy, I guess we'll see. Yeah. He does have a big leg, I will say that. So we'll see how it goes. 
Um, but then again, I'll, I'll give it benefit of the doubt. We won't know until we see him in, in, ga- in game action when field goals needs to become a thing. Um, I will say though, uh, and I think why I might agree with this, um, Mark Crawford is still our starting punter. Yep, thirty nine yards and a bullet, baby. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, and then uh, Quinton Logan Redding uh, is returning as our pick, uh, as our kick, not pick, our kick and punt returner yeah. uh, on special teams, which is very exciting. He what he played, I thought was like you know best he can, being uh, a young guy into the position. And um, I forget which game it was. I think we actually joked about it on the group chat where special teams can actually get positive yardage. And I think that was a Syracuse game. I think there's another as well. And Sean Tyler had three kickoff return touchdowns at Western Michigan. So he might be in play. But, like, they have no excuse. They have no excuse for not returning punts this year. There is zero excuse for not returning punts this year. You have, like, too many athletes, too many, like, older transfers coming in. And you just you just return punts. Like, I don't understand why they refuse to do it. They've been, like, so bad. They've never been higher than, like, eighth out of 14 in punt returns. They had for one year. One year, they were number four, and that's because of, of Antoine Winfield, who you may have heard of, junior. And otherwise, they've just been, like, 13th 14th 11th every year like there's too many athletes on this team for that to be acceptable yeah and then i will say this as well like that's in punt return yards yeah that's that's in punt return yards it's it's terrible because you look at like what pj wants he wants to be like even like everyone plays their part in all three phases of the game so offense defense and special teams and i swear and that's what we all, I think all of us probably got mad about the last couple of years was special teams not doing anything to either put us in the best position possible or get us, you know, closer. Yeah. Like at the Syracuse game, they actually set up a great return and set up for a touchdown one drive or um, one, one or two plays later, which we never see. Like they don't ever get us in that position ever. Um, until again, Syracuse just comes to mind uh, as the most recent game, but I want to see more. And if we have to be just seventh or sixth in the Big Ten, I will take it because yeah. like it's a it's an improvement. We're asking them to try. You know what I mean? Like that's it. Put someone out there and let them run the ball forward. That's that's all we're asking. If it doesn't change, the hashtag Fire Wenger is uh, still it's, strong. At this point. <laughs> At this point, if they haven't, I don't know. He must be like a phenomenal recruiter. You know what I mean? He must just be like an, like their ace in the whole recruiter that like we don't know about, who's like just like so great at like the in-person visits or whatever. And that's why he's there because I can't. At this point, I don't know. I don't know. What do you do here? I think he's our linebacker coach too. I think that's his two titles: special teams coordinator and linebackers. Okay, well they've been mediocre too. That doesn't help. <laughs> I mean, at this point, it's been this many years. It tells me, like, how much confidence do you have in your players? Just... Yeah, I think the athletes on the team are very different this year, though. Like, I like, so this is gonna, this is like a very meatball take of mine. But I went to the preseason 
Vikings game against uh, Tennessee, and the Gophers were there, and I walked past all of them on the way up to my seat, and I was like, this is the biggest team I've ever seen at Minnesota. Like, these guys are huge. Like, I think the team is, is just, like, much more athletic. It's built in a very different way than I think we're used to. And I think they're finally kind of, like, turning that quarter w- corner with the density of, like, their recruits contributing. And, like, the transfer porter is, portal, I think, has helped speed up that process as well for everyone. And I think they do a good job of benefiting from it in, the, in that way. But I think also as well, um, whenever I think of Minnesota, I don't know why I think this part because I'm looking at the framework of like most recent, which was Jerry Kill's era when I was watching as a full-on fan. Through Kill and Clay's and now PJ, um, particularly PJ's early tenure, because remember, remember that he had a lot of the Kill and Clay's era players still mm-hmm. on the roster. Special teams was like in terms of, especially on the kicking side and return side, was strong. Like Anton, a guy named Anton Winfield Jr. Tweezy, who's on the NFL, was one of our guys on, on that side of the ball. Um, Emmett Carpenter, um, one I, yeah, I feel like were, one of our the best on, kickers. Good on special teams. Yeah, and that's then, not even like the point. Like yeah, like I would love for them to be good, but we're asking that they. They, they try and return the ball in punts. That's it. Just be better than the last, like, what, three years? <laughs> Just that. Try. Just do, so- do something. Insert that meme. is like uh, the, the guy, us with the stick and the guy on the ground is um, the uh, gopher special teams. Yeah, do something. They're, just, they're built. They are hashtag built different this year, I think. Just physically, they look a lot bigger. All right. Special team rant over. <laughs> I guess. All right, Wyatt. I hope we did that justice. Um, going on from there, our opponent again, like I mentioned earlier, we are opening Big Ten play. Uh, will be against fellow Big Ten West opponent Nebraska. Before we dive into more nitty gritty stuff about who their staff is and players that they brought in or returning, um, we have uh, in terms of recent memory, we won against uh, Nebraska last year. 20 to 13 in Lincoln. Um, that was a game where Tanner started and was um, replaced by Ethan partway through the game uh, in the second half. Very reminiscent of a, a 2018 game <laughs> a few years ago. And then uh, on top of that, we are on a four-game win streak against Nebraska and currently lead the overall series 36-25-2. and two. And mind you, all those wins were against a Scott Frost-led team in Nebraska and not Matt Rule. So We'll never forget you, Scott. <laughs> we never will. But moving on, um, yes, as I mentioned, uh, Matt Rule is their new head coach going to his first year here. Um, if some people don't know who he is, he was the former uh, coach of the Carolina Panthers in the NFL. Uh, before that, he coached at Baylor and I believe, I'm blinking, I think Temple before that um so it'll it'll be his first game into his first season here uh, which will be against our golden gophers um i don't have much notes on this just because like 
I don't follow other teams very, very well, but I do know in most recent weeks, their um, most veteran receiver had entered the transfer portal and um, who was who was slated to be a starter. So I don't know what's happening with that, but I'll let you guys take the lead on previewing against this current Nebraska team and roster. Well, first of all, Matt, Matt Rule's getting like paid by the NFL still and doing this because he was so bad in the NFL, um, which is kind of funny, but he's a good college coach. It's just good for him. And it'll be fun to like see how it starts for them. But like we're we're too established at this point. Like we we should win this game. Like we should go. We're better than them right now. We should go out here. We should we should win. I mean, this is Nebraska's culture year, I guess you could say. Like, Matt Rule's already, you know, dealt with, you know, picking uh, Jeff Sims over Casey Thompson, and then there's a DB that's no longer on the team. Uh, he's really, this is it's his first year, so it's all about it's all about change. Like we're, like you mentioned, we're too established in so many different positions, and our personnel really just doesn't match up. Um, I'd say like the only like I I don't know maybe defensive line. It's like yeah, they they recruit some serious athletes, but like that's not enough in you know the first yeah, game. It's game one of a new program. Like PJ's established. Like people always like handering about this stuff. It's okay to be like no, like we should take care of business. Like we should. Absolutely. And we should be able to run what we want to for the most part. Um, so I, I just really hope they don't take it too easy where it actually ends up being a one score game in Vegas. Yeah, I think now that they have eighth and I don't think they'll be that afraid to do to, to take. The, I think they'll go. They'll put their foot on the gas a little more. I'm there's, there's, there's no reason for us not to really. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say this too. Um I it, there is changes from last year obviously like we have a um we have Ethan under center now for quarterback. Big changes in the O-line obviously and then all the parts of the roster from turnover, uh graduation graduations and guys going to the NFL. But this team is already very player led as it is. Like Brevin Crab um Nathan and now Ethan uh, are the leaders on the offense. Then on the defense, you got Cody, Ja Joyner, um, Tyler Newbin. Like, I'm, I, I'm, I was at one game. I, I forgot what year it was when like it's fourth down, like fourth and one, fourth and two. Our players were like yelling at PJ, like we want the ball, we can make, we can convert this. And then PJ played it safe. I expect a I lot. I think that was. Was that this year, last year? Or two that years was ago? Nebraska last year. Remember they punted in that super weird situation? Yeah. And I expect this team to probably do that even more just because, like, you, you always hear PJ say it. Um, it was, like, the best teams players lead, the good teams coaches lead, the bad teams no one leads. So, like, I feel like this team is so great. And where they are now, like, we're right, we're well, well established, a, 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 a concrete set of leaders already in the in the team that, like, I can like I I have to agree with you guys as well on this already. Like, we got to finish. We got to do do our business. 
beat the hell out of Nebraska because, again, they're a weaker roster right now. They're getting to learn themselves. We know what the hell we're doing. Call it done. Get out. Move on to game two, which is against Eastern Michigan after that. So, uh, I just Yeah, they have, like, no excuses to not come out swinging. That's the best part. It's a conference game. Like, like they have no excuse to not, like, play to win the game, right? Definitely. I mean, Nebraska – this is the year where there's really no expectations. This is this is built. This is the next couple years is building, but this year there's it just it gets so worked up because it's such an easy thing for the Gophers to come out with the personnel that they have and make this a four possession game by halftime. That's a little that's a little much for me because um you know we still have to see what Aethan looks like. I mean, that's true, but it's just the expectations. Nebraska doesn't have expectations. I know what you mean. Here. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. you're zero for them, right? Yeah, zero. And for us, it's like, okay, we actually have like to prove s- that we yeah. have NFL talent on both sides of the ball. Let's make sure that the world sees that on the Big Ten opener with you know an elite play-by-play and analyst. Yeah, that'd be so sweet. I'm like, I'm, I'm obviously going to be hyped to be there, but I hope they win so I can watch watch it back. Yeah, certainly. Um, going on from there, do you guys want to get into predictions then for this game? Sure. Well. All right. Um, I'm going first. Uh, or I'll, I'll represent Wyatt and myself. So Wyatt says W, uh, no score. I say we win, uh, but it will be 28 to 14. So I think we'll score 28 points. And they score a touchdown like on on the first team defense on like the first or second drive, and then after that, Joe Rossi locks it down, and then they score that cheap touchdown because um, we put in our seconds or third team defense. But yeah, I'm going twenty eight and fourteen. Soup, you want to go? I see you changing the score there. <laughs> yeah, I'm going thirty one seventeen. Uh, I think they keep it close for like the most of the first half. Everybody's kind of like, "Yikes! Can we just can we not do this?" You know, and then they pull away in the second half, and you know, they get like a little field goal at the end, maybe like a defensive touchdown off a turnover. That'd be fun. Oh, so you're giving Dragon the field goal? <laughs> yeah. Like there will be a chip shot at some point in the game, I'm sure. All right, Graham. I'm kind of, the, I'm kind of the I kind of thought the same as Soup. I was like, there's going to be some weird little field goal that happens at some point in the game. Um, I'm going to go 35-17 Gophers. Yeah, they'll be up, and Pete, and they'll be like a 25 yarder. They got like straight down the pipe for him, and PJ will be like, let's just give him the rep. Where it's like the fourth quarter with like you know four minutes left. Who cares? <laughs> right. I figured the. Uh, Nebraska's going to score one touchdown in the first quarter. They'll probably score kind of a garbage touchdown in the fourth quarter because we're going to we throw in a bunch of you know second and third stringers. I think they'll I think they'll score both touchdowns in the first half. Oh, okay. I think they'll keep it close. It'll be like you know twenty to fourteen or something going into halftime. Interesting. Interesting. I just I, I see Jeff Sims as more of a. They're going to roll him out more. I mean, he's not at Georgia Tech anymore. But it seems like he kind of just 
will just run off tackle or dive. I think they might actually start rolling the ball more. He's going to throw more. Sure. I don't know. That's just – who knows? I guess we'll find out. That's just my thoughts. Yeah. All right. Well, that wraps our predictions and discussion of Nebraska coming up this Thursday. Again, if you're watching on TV, again, uh, Fox uh, on uh, – the, 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 I can't speak today. Uh, if you plan to stream – some back there? <laughs> uh, if you're planning to watch on any of the TV streams or TV apps or on cable, uh, it's going to be on Fox. Again, Joe Klatt, Gus Johnson, Jenny Taff, awesome crew to call the game. Uh, radio KFAN and then if you're at the game uh, do note it is a gold out so wear your gold shirts or jerseys whatever you want to wear to represent the maroon and gold uh, so it's a gold out for home opener and it is sold out so if you're looking for tickets make sure to check out those other resale venues and apps because um, I think I think they post on social media it was sold out already and on their website Yep. I couldn't get tickets so It'll be fun. But also, I'm saving for Japan, so priorities are Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But going on from there, um, we'll head on to looking at predictions for the remainder of the season. So looking uh, a little bit ahead and getting our... It's a twofer. You get, like a, you get like a game episode and then the season prediction. Yep. Just so we can get it in now and set it in stone so then no changes later on mid-season in case... Sh- uh shit happens <laughs> so uh, again i'll go first with myself and wyatt wyatt and i said we'll get wins against eastern michigan for our first non-conference game for game two yeah we're all in then going from there which just will be interesting um we will our second non-conference game will be at north carolina um wyatt said a loss i said win I'm saying win. Go off. Go off, King. <laughs> you want to mention yours? Super nah. <laughs> I was gonna let Griffith go. I was ready to, I was ready to go with him. <laughs> I mean, we always play tough out of conference. I mean, UNC's got some grit too, but no, I mean I'm a I'm a home buddy. I roll with the ghosts. That's fine. Yeah, I'm. I've got him losing here. I, you know, going two and one. The first three games is, you know, two pretty tough. You know, a pretty tough opponent. North Carolina conference game in Nebraska, and then a pretty good Eastern Michigan team. I think people will be surprised. But mm-hmm. um, as long as it doesn't turn into a Georgia Southern last minute. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> as fun as as fun as that was. Let's not do that anymore. Please. Um. So I think. I just think North Carolina will be like a big test for them. I think it'll be a close game, but they're ranked in the AP top 25, right? I think if it was at home, I'd pick the Gophers, but mm-hmm. um, I think in North Carolina is going to be a little different than, you know, most big 10 West stadiums. So whatever. I think that'll be like a, a, a fun, a fun game for everybody. And I think that one's going to be on ESPN and ESPN2 for the broadcast. So it's going to be on TV for that. Going on from there, um, for uh, returning the Big Ten play, will be at Evanston against the Northwestern Wildcats. 
W next. Yeah, easy. Going on from there uh, for our last. Oh, actually, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> next up for our last non-conference game will be against the Raging Cajuns of Louisiana Lafayette. W, but this will be fun. It'll be a fun one to watch, I think. They're a fun team. They're in FCS, right? Yeah. Alrighty. Are they? I believe so. Sure. And mind you, this is also the homecoming game at home as well. So. Oh, it's true. Interesting. 11 a.m. kickoff. And then uh, next up for episode for our preview for episode 69, and then on the game game weekend itself, Soup's birthday, we're against Michigan, the battle for the jug. Um, before we hit the bye, um, Wyatt said loss. I said win. You're going with uh, Gophers playing spoiler to the Michigan run this year? Yes. That'd be fun. I, I, I would love that for you. Again, I think I'm just too optimistic and excited for the season that like That's my okay. my predictions are very <laughs> out there. Nah, just pick. It's fine. But yeah, I, I have them losing. Um, I don't know. People think Michigan's going to be really good. I think they're just in a different tier right now than the Gophers, honestly. So um, we'll get there. I think I think this will be closer, too. Like, I think... I think the Gophers are hang- will hang in there for a while. So I think it'll be a well-fought and well-earned loss. I disagree. I don't know why I don't have, I don't have a lot of faith in the Gophers. I mentioned they're kind of in a different tier, so I was kind of expecting this game to be over by halftime. So L. Yeah. Love the optimism though from you too. I really, I really hope I'm wrong. <laughs> well, we'll find out in a few weeks here. And then, uh, like I said already, we're going to buy. Uh, when we return from the buy, we Don't will be. Don't forget the W. Don't forget the W. Yes. Bye week. W, dub, all dubs during the bye week. Um, going on from there, we return. Um, we'll be at Kinnick Stadium in Iowa. Uh, why I said loss, I said win. I think this will be the game where we actually get. Floyd or Rosedale back. Yeah. This is the one where you can really see who is scarred by the Gophers. This one hurts for, I think, Griffith and Wyatt this game, and I understand, but I have them winning. I think BJ finally uh, gets the ghost here. I mean, judged on rivalry games. He's conquered Wisconsin, and I, I really want to say we're not going to pull it out, but I'm going to say we're going to pull it out. Damn. All right, going on from there, uh, we'll be back at home against Michigan State. Uh, Wyatt said win, I said win. Win. No idea what Mel Tucker's doing over there. Win. 50 to 0 win. <laughs> Daniel Jackson again. Nick Callerup, excuse me. True. <laughs> Why not both? Gotta show depth at tight end again. Why not both? It's true. Just watch Ethan go like, I don't know, 95, 99% 
pass completion, 300 yards in the air. Just feast on that secondary. 200 yards on the tight end. You heard it here first. <laughs> All aboard. I'm, 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 I'm shoveling coal into the Brevin's fan <laughs> forward train. That's me. Let's go. <laughs> Brevin gets 100 in the first half. They take him out. Caller ups in the second half. Still, still cooks. Cannot wait. Just watch uh, Michigan State have like players suspended again. Like oh, what no. happened last year. Because <laughs> that's what happened, right? When we came in the game, this a bunch of their guys got suspended. But moving on from there, uh, next game at home, back-to-back home games will be against Illinois. Wyatt said win. I said loss. So that'll be our. So according to my list right now, that's our first loss of the season going into one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, week ten. Yeah, totally, totally get it. I totally see like the. I totally see the rake coming for them to step on, you know? I'm just optimistic, I guess, that they'll jump over it. I think Griff and I are in the same boat with this, right, Griff? I said L. Yep. That is correct. Going on, we'll be at Purdue under... Um, a new coach. I forgot his name, but I know he's from Illinois <laughs> as a DC the season before. He was their DC, yeah. Um, we all said dubs. Jeff Brom isn't yep. there anymore. First year of a new regime, you know, same thing. They're kind of starting up. So I don't see drastic play. improvement in their defense either. No. So I think that'll be another wide receiver feasting game. Sure. Yep. Uh, next up will be at Ohio State at the Horseshoe. Um, Huge W, uh, 50 to 0. <laughs> 69 to 0. Who the hell is a Ryan Day? <laughs> Jokes aside, we all said L. <laughs> yeah. We but I will say, though, um, if we lose by like one score or even just by 14, if you cover. Yeah. Good teams win, great teams cover. <laughs> For sure. I mean, we I think we've always played Ohio State fairly closely and at least in recent memory we had thirty to fourteen. Yeah, we, we usually had, have a good half. Yep. We usually good <laughs> half. Then it was forty five to thirty one. And you know we'll we'll at least make it a game. Yeah. Yep. That's all you can really ask for at that point. You throw a pick six at the end. Fifty. Yeah. And then going into the last game of the season for Thanksgiving at home, we'll be playing against the Wisconsin Badgers. Um, all of us at dub. Yep. You know, I think people forget Luke Fickle is coming from the group of five. Like, I'm excited to see what he's up to. I know he's been to a playoff, but, like, the talent pool is different up here. And it'll be interesting to see how they look. So I think they'll get better as the year goes on, as they usually do. And I think they'll be solid, but I think I think the Gophers have more talent than people like want to admit. And right now, I think we are more talented as a team. I them. think Wisconsin, from what I can see, um, 
well, I don't know if it's biased, but like my sister and my brother are, they, they are or were going to Madison as students. They're Badger fans. So the sibling robbery is, is, is real. Um, they're, they're optimistic compared to how things were, le- were done under Paul Christ. Sure. Jim Leonard got the got hosed at the end of the season. Yeah, rip. Yeah. Um, but I can see them going like six and six, maybe seven and five. Like you know, No, they'll be frisky. They'll be frisky. Yeah. So like they're like they're gonna fight for every tooth and nail this and would, same thing with the This will be a very easy one to drop. This will be a very easy one to like end on a bad note. Yeah. It would be very it would be very fitting. Yeah. Uh, and then going on from there, so in terms of regular season records, I got, I got, them, I got them winning for the record. Dub. <laughs> um, Wyatt predicted eight and four overall for the season. I'm saying ten and two overall. Woof. Hype. Very hype. And then 2019 I... Outback Bowl. Here we come. <laughs> Griffin going I, eight and four. I, I got him at nine and I got him at nine and three. So alrighty, and looking at it here, um, I left question marks on the champ, Big Ten championship. Soup, you went in and said no. Yeah, I, I, which I can it. see. Yeah, <laughs> you guys, cut it out. No, I'm not having those expectations. I'm like probably not. <laughs> um, I will say though, since all of us are bowl eligible, the three of us agreed we'll get the dub in said bowl game. Oh yeah, they love a bowl game. And we might hurt some defensive players in the running back room because, like, that's what we always do in every bowl game. Uh, I think Jordan's different. But, you know. <laughs> Alrighty, that sums up um, our preseason predictions. So let's see how true how true we are towards the end of the season. Um, but yeah, that is a wrap is there any other topics do you guys want to chat about any hot takes we'll take those too i'm i already said all aboard the brevity train so choo choo that one's like that one's like meh i'm hoping for a big year from justin wally that'll be fun that's what i want to see i want to see justin wally get his hands on the football a couple times I definitely think he will. Who do you think is like on our roster that will kind of shine the brightest that we didn't expect? Um, I think it'll be one of the one of the transfers that they got at wide receiver, exactly... whether it's Crooms or Elijah Spencer. I'm actually leaning towards Tyler Newman's brother in the running back room. Yeah, I don't think so. I think got, <laughs> I think he's uh, five on the depth chart right now. Oh, is he? Yeah, I think he's Rip. a great yeah. special teamer, and that's fine. He's got a he's got a role on this team. He's a special teamer, emergency running back, emergency safety if you need him. Like that's fine. That's a great person to have. I think our but, heads are in the same spot there, soup with the transfer wide receivers because I had Cruz yeah. in mind. Just him playing the slot. That'll be huge. Yep, Sean Tyler, running back. Running back by committee. Zach Evans. Everybody, I think they'll ride the hot hand. I think you'll see, like, you know, if one guy gets hot, I think they'll, they'll just, like, keep letting that guy 
do his thing. I mean, as they should, really. I just, you need, I think you need to be able to pass protect in what they're going to want to do. So, I don't know. Their running backs are like all kind of small outside of Bryce Williams. Everybody's like under six feet. So, I do have a take, but I don't know how hot it is. Say it. I think Greg Schiano gets fired from Rutgers. At the end of this year? That's not that hot. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I remember, like, when Griffin and I visited that if one year. Bad. If yeah. Bad, I feel like they definitely will. Especially if they were, like, they poached off Kirk Shiraka back to Rutgers to coach mm-hmm. the uh, offense. Yeah. Just because, like, I remember when Griffin and I were there. <laughs> that, what was it? Their homecoming, Griffin, in uh, 2019? Yeah. Like, the fans were all gone by halftime. That's hilarious. And only, like, a handful of students. Uh, and parents but I think those were like band friends and family because the marching man stayed through to the game playing their hearts out on the field and in the stands I think I also think like the community of people who have got who goes to the game is growing and I think it is like like people like people are in like people who come are like there to like have a good time mm-hmm. you know which is nice so but I think even with Shrock I, I don't think they'll get to a bowl because they've been struggling yeah. the last few years, and especially the quarterback play they've been having. So no. I'd say he gone. Yeah, now would be the time for him. It's just, yeah. But I don't have one for the West, though. I think the coaches will will, will remain. Unless you guys think someone else is going to get booted in the Big Ten. <laughs> I don't know. Well, there's too much going there's, there's There's already a lot going on. I don't think so. Alrighty. That's a wrap. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Everyone, thank you so much for watching or listening to OPA Podcast episode 64 today. Um, if you enjoyed it, please hit the like button on YouTube or just follow us on whatever you follow podcasts on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or SoundCloud. But going from there, Soup will be at the game this Thursday. Um, I will be watching it from home. And I don't know about you, Griffin. Currently not going, but if I find a cheap enough ticket, I probably will. So I'm 50-50. All right, all right. But yeah, everyone have fun at the home opener this Thursday. And then we'll be back next Monday to recap Nebraska and preview Eastern Michigan. But yeah, have a great night and we'll talk to you guys soon. Oh.